You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the man back from his camel riding self in Egypt, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? It's, I got a little tan, you know, we, we out here. Uh, yeah, just came across, or just came from traveling across the world, really puts the, the entire planet into a small perspective be able to you know come so far and, and travel so far in a short period of time is it's been incredible it's crazy yeah i can't wait to hear a little bit about that guys as always thank you so much for tuning in make sure you follow us on uh, twitter at the fortnite podcast make sure you follow mr monster d face on youtube monster d face check out all the videos he's dropping even when he was in egypt he had content dropping for you guys all the time Man, I I put so many videos out there. I was working when I wasn't working, man. You were, man. I saw it. I saw it coming through, and it was fire content as always. So, guys, make sure you're checking that out. Monster D Face on YouTube if you haven't already. And, of course, thank you to our Patreons for always making this possible. We are going to be doing a community show here shortly. We have got some of your emails, so thank you so much. We haven't maybe responded, but we got those, and we'll be doing that here shortly. So, thank you. Thank you so much, all of our Patreons. Now. You mentioned it a little bit, Monster. Let's jump right into it. Before we get into all the drama and all the stuff going around in the community, let's talk about you, my friend, going to Egypt for a Fortnite tournament in which I actually saw you win with our friend from Nerd Out as well, went around, but go ahead and talk me to what, what were you doing in Egypt? Yeah, so first off, I apologize for the lack of videos or podcasts for you guys. It's all my fault. We were traveling. Oh, this has been a long two, three week journey, trek, preparation, all that good stuff. So uh, thank you guys for supporting us and allowing these opportunities to come up. Um, And yeah, speaking about Nerd Out, Nerd Out is the one that reached out to me on a short notice. He pretty much said, hey, listen, I have uh, these these people that I want you to, you know, talk to. They have this opportunity happening in a place called uh, Cairo, Egypt. You might have heard about it. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, it's called Insomnia Egypt. There's going to be like, it, uh, a gaming event there. It's basically the PAX of Cairo. Awesome. And I, I couldn't turn down the opportunity. I was just like, you know what? When when am I ever going to get another opportunity like this? You know, right. all expenses paid, travel across the world. It's like, let's do it. And, right. and my gosh, guys, it was it was the experience. It was incredible. Um, I, I never didn't feel safe. You know, I know a lot of people might feel like a concern you know you go into these third war countries and right you know, like, yeah no absolutely it, it was definitely different it was an experience the thing that stood out to me the most was the driving um and you guys might not believe this but people were able to drive on the wrong sides of the road at will if they felt like it and it was completely normal but are you are you're already on the wrong side technically for us right or no, no, no. Like over there, it is the wild, wild west with the driving. The lines on their streets are just mere like recommendations. They, they mean I'm, nothing. They mean they nothing. Mean nothing. Okay. And, All right. Go ahead. Go it ahead. Is, it is crazy. Um, they they really don't use blinkers. They instead flash their lights and honk as an indication of wow. I'm going to pass you. It, it, they they're just telling you I'm passing you. They're not saying. Um, you know, get out of my way or, or move over, or move faster. They're saying, no, I'm passing you. Um, and they drive fast, but it's crazy. We never, we never once saw an accident out there. Uh, 
it, it, it was just incredible. And that, that's just the driving. So you adapt, you can bro, imagine. You adapt. It's adapting to the culture for sure. Dude, you're, you're in there and the, the first ride from the airport was so sketch, but after you, <laughs> after you, that you realize, dude, all these guys are like NASCAR drivers and they just make it happen. So, so tell me a little bit about, about the event itself. What was the event like? What'd you do there? So Insomni Egypt was a lot of fun. Um, dude, the fan base there was incredible. You, it, it really, oh man, like the kids there are so genuinely happy to have, you know, stars come through and, and to me and in, in their eyes, I'm a star. I, I'm yeah. like a Western celebrity. You're um, star in my so, eyes as well, Monster these days. <laughs> thank you. No, they're so appreciative of, um, just, just, you know, Westerners coming over and, and visiting their country. They're so appreciative of us just coming through and hanging out and, and giving their, you know, their place a visit. And you really felt that everywhere you went. And they, they were like, you know, you know, like American kids, you go to these like cons or whatever, if they, you know, they, you do a dance competition, people will like probably clown on you or they won't want to participate. No, these kids are into every activity. They were genuinely appreciative to play the games and, and just like do everything, get their shirt signed, let you sign their arms, like just like whatever they wanted signatures. They, they, they were, they were such like awesome fanboys. Like it, it was so cool. And I never, ever experienced anything like this. And they were so on board to just try things and, and really just get out there and do activities and have fun. And that for me made it a very memorable, just con experience that I've never seen before, especially not here in the States. So were you were you shout casting any tournaments over there, or uh, was yeah, there so anything like there, that going on? There was a FIFA tournament there, and there was a Fortnite tournament. Um, the internet, unfortunately, in Cairo is not strong enough to output a very you know quality live stream. Um, but for what it's worth, it was recorded locally, and yeah, I did cast the finals portion of it. You know, I, I was there as a as a guest, you know, more so as a tourist to kind of enjoy the time and and really do meet and greets. Um, but you know, I, I wasn't gonna watch a tournament and not try and jump on the mic a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. made sure we, we did some of that and, and they loved it. They, they were so blown away to them. Like I was the world cup caster and that yeah, meant yeah, the yeah. world to them. Like literally I was the world cup caster casting their games. And that's awesome, man. Incredible. That's awesome. And I saw you and lady got to do some extra stuff, extra stuff there. How long did you stay extra past the event? I want to say, I want to say, we stood like an extra five days after the event. Wow. Awesome. Um, yeah. So we only stood one extra day in Cairo. That's where we did the camel riding. We visited, uh, you know, the pyramids. Dude, how was camel riding? It was scary, bro. Cause you got to climb on them. They're like, you know, three, four feet resting on the All floor. Right. So All right. You got you to lock your leg over, kind of jump on, saddle yeah. in. Um, but they're animals. They're wild, big animals. And then they stand up and when they get up, they're like, seven eight feet in the air like they're they make, big, they make a lot know. of noise or what dude they growl when they get angry uh they they walk up on one another they whip their tails at one another um yeah they're they're big boys man it's kind of crazy and i think i think the scariest part about it was like when you hit the desert and you're going through some of the terrain uh one thing i didn't really realize about the desert areas of cairo it's it's stony it's not really sandy it's a lot more stony. So like you're going through there and yeah, it's a desert, it's sand, but it's a lot of stones. So the terrain is very uneven. And dude, you're going on that camel, man. You just pray that this guy doesn't slip or something, but they hold their own, man. And we did, we even did camel racing where uh, the All guy right. made a little, a little sprint. 
camel yeah, dude, race. So who won? Who won the camel race? Oh, my camel was in front. Only two of us did it. Um, and I was I was one of the brazen ones. He was like, I was like, whatever, dude. I guess. Let's did, go. did you we, do you do you like off. kick it in the side like a horse? Like giddy no, up? He says uh, they they just have a call out. He just he says something and look. And then I think started going, dude. And it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. He said a little, a little, little whistle, something like that, and it just went off. Have you ever ridden? Have you ever ever ridden a horse? I believe is how you would probably say that. I, I've never ridden a horse. Okay, uh, so I, I was wondering if you could compare it. I've ridden a horse, but I've never ridden a camel. I, I, if I had to assume, it's probably similar. It's you know, it, it's hard back. You, you have, you know, the saddle on it, right. um, except a camel instead of where you would normally, I guess, on a horse have something to hold on to left and right. You, instead on the camel, it's like a, a pole on the saddle. Okay. The back. So you would hold on to that and that'd be like your way to leverage your weight and stuff like that. You had like a picnic and everything like out, out in the sand desert. Like what'd you, what, 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 what all did you do on the camels? Where'd you go? Uh, no, on the camels, it was just a, a nice extravagant, um, I guess, like, you know, walk through the desert uh, to get to some some touristy kind of photo locations where you could see instead of the one pyramid that you get to visit and kind of walk up to, you, you get to see like all I think it was nine pyramids. or seven Oh, pyramids. bro. How is that seeing a pyramid? Oh, dude, it's surreal, man. They're huge. Um, they're real. Right. Like it's it's an it's a it's a real pyramid it's an actual it's, thing yeah they actually yeah, did yeah. that it looks like the movies it really does that's um, crazy you see that you see the hole where the uh, pyramids are broken into we got to get you know the whole history behind that we saw the uh, the sphinx statue you know got the history behind that about the war and and how uh the, the sphinx was attacked and they broke the nose off of it and all that good stuff um yeah but for the sphinx we didn't get to walk up to it i think it's actually uh you're not allow to you have to keep right. your distance that one but for the pyramids you were able to walk up touch the pyramid and and kind of you know do all that's that kind of stuff. cool that's awesome man i bet that was a blast i know you guys i saw some of the, the 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 photos the different things you had going on some instagram drops you had happening as well which were awesome Dude, like and, and wait i didn't even talk about riding uh quads on the desert with a, oh with the pyramids in the background now that was so sick that was sick because then uh, come the evening, waited till the sun was setting. We rented out quads and they had this whole track and we, we took the track and oh, dude, we got some sick footage going down these gnarly like desert dunes. Um, just zoom in, bro. What, what about what about the food? What about the food over there? How was the food? Oh, I shot a little bit of everything, man. We got we got a how do I say it? A, you know, a little, a little risky with it. Try some things out. Um, what I will say is everything has its own like Egyptian twist to it. So we, we tried like their, their Spanish food, their uh, Mediterranean style foods there, like all the foods that we could try. We tried our best to get like some of their authentic dishes. It was, uh, it was good. The food was great. I don't think we once had like a, a bad experience with food, which, um, you know, claps, man. Kudos to them. It was, it was very tasty food that we got to eat out there. That's awesome, man. That sounds like a great time. While you were there, I was in California actually last week while we didn't record because i was actually in california stuck in the fires uh and oh, no yeah i couldn't fly back to dallas um what yeah i was, was, I was, it, was it like safety hazard or yeah yeah like it was so smoky where i was so i went up to ukiah uh where my uh my cousin lives he's he has uh prostate cancer he's older I went to go see him before he had uh, before he went in, and I got stuck there. Went for a couple of days, 
flew in just fine, and the next thing you know, not able to do it. So yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. But uh, I, you know, while you were doing that, I was I was trying to get home. You know, in the midst of my journey of of burning desert, it felt like at the same oh, time. Gosh. But yeah, it was crazy, man. It was uh, it was nuts. Uh, but had a great time. It's beautiful up there, dude. It's like I think what's so crazy. I'm sure you see this going around wherever you've been. How awesome like the world is how different geography is and how beautiful it is and different sceneries and like just going to california over the past couple of years seeing all you know all the different regions just of you know of of california from north to south it's just insane in, in the country and you know going to egypt i'm sure that was shocking what was the most what was your biggest takeaway you think you're like man this was this was really something that was unbelievable even i heard about it or i'd seen it but really seeing it in person it was unbelievable um honestly the probably the thing that like surprised me the most but besides the driving because the driving was just it was really out of this world you have to experience it and see it to believe it um it's <laughs> it's like it's so crazy it's so just lawless like it's so lawless um but what what i'll what i'll probably remember the most is definitely the the fan uh, experience it was it was something that was very special and very dear to me just seeing how much these these kids really genuinely appreciate um you know just our attention and and being able to be seen in a positive light it's like it's like something that they they wish that they could see more of because you know there's obviously these stigmatisms held over the middle eastern uh region of the world and it's it's not anyone's fault right not right. any of their faults, no civilians' faults. Um, but there, there is a stigmatism, and and for that reason, a lot of those countries don't get visited or touristed by uh, you know people very often, especially in this day and age. Um, so for that, for me, that that genuine connection and happiness, and everywhere we went, we were welcomed um, in full in all the hotels and and all the local areas we visited. It was it was really crazy. It was a lot of fun, and honestly, a lot of them thought I was Moroccan. So I wore I wore the headband all the way yeah, through. I learned yeah. how to wrap that up. I wore the sheik on the day out in the desert to keep cool. It's actually a real thing. Um, and you know I'm fair skinned I'm not very white. So yeah, when yeah. I'm I out saw there, you were looking. You were yeah. looking like you were in place, man. So, like you're really yeah, fitting so, into the culture. And it was hilarious because they'll charge. You know, if they know you speak English, their prices go up like three or four x. Um, so you probably pay like a pet egyptian pound for water um when when nerd out he's so white when he walk up and try to buy a water they'll they'll, they'll call they'll charge him like 50 egyptian pound and uh it was it was hilarious because the first time it happened i was like how much you pay for that water 50 and then we all started laughing it was like no way dude and then we asked the tour guide how much did that cost he's like 10 it's like all right watch this i'm gonna go up. i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna give the 10 five it, times the amount yeah, and she just handed it to me no problem and and then you know i just said shukran which is like thank you in uh, arabic um but it's hilarious yeah if you start talking and they know you're american boom those prices go up dude uh but since i'm you know very you know I'm, i got a l- nice little tan i got a little fair skin going on here yeah. um so long as i didn't speak i was i was able to just like blend in just you know yeah, just yeah, myself. yeah. and and it was pretty it was pretty cool I like it. I like it. Well, while you were gone, there was some drama happening. Faze Jarvis getting banned. This has been a an uproar in the community. It's been divided. Some people saying yes. Some people saying give him a chance. 
We even got Ninja and, you know, our friend uh, Reverse 2K talking about it here. Uh, let, let, let's listen in. I mean, hacking is hacking. He deserves a ban, 100%. But, like, I, I hope he's not getting hate or anything like that. I mean, is, uh, now the question is, is, like, can he still compete and stuff? Or is he just like, no, you know what I mean? Like, he's banned forever. Well, he's, that's what he said. If, like, if your account gets permanently banned, that means you can't play. Dude, that is, that's a little too, that's a little too aggressive in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. He's hacking. Ah, I don't know, he's so game. young though, dude. Like, was it like, a, was it in a, like a cash cop? I think it was, no, I think it was just in solos, like normal yeah, solos. Yeah, man. Oh, your turn. I'm already, I got my, oh. I'm done. Yeah. Like, he was hacking, you know, he's hacking. And like, what if, like, in a know? regular solo game, like, yeah, know, you, 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 you want to just run into a solo like game and get He's like 16 years old, man. I don't he's think it matters. Young. I think it does matter, dude. I don't know. He's a kid. He's literally a child. I think he still needs to get banned. Maybe not permanently. But... I mean, it's epic too. I don't know. Maybe epic's just changing off, around dude. their stuff, you know. Look, dude, Logan Paul filmed, or cheated a, in the... filmed a dead body in a forest, dude, and he's is... still on YouTube. Like, <laughs> like, let, let's calm down for a minute, okay? And Logan Paul was, like, 22. Faze Jarvis is 17, he's a <laughs> child, and he thought it would be a cool idea to make a video hacking. Like, I mean, obviously, he's an idiot. But, like, to, to be banned competitively, like, forever? I don't know. Well, obviously, some arguments there coming out from Ninja. Yeah, I think it's fair to say he did not agree with the permaban coming down from Epic to Jarvis, but... All right, what's your take, man? What's what, what's Monster thinking here? Gotta ask. All right, so first off, the boy is dumb, okay? Like, and and more importantly, like, his brother and whoever else manages content, they should have known better. The negligence here is just sad. Um, it really is. So outside of all the, the politics involved and whoever allowed this to go on for as many videos as they did, uh, yes, he deserves to be banned. Uh, do I believe it had to be permanent? I think, I think from the game, like it's kind of excessive. Maybe that account, maybe that name or something like that, or, or, you know, maybe from tournaments, they, they could have, you know, added some, some levels behind the severity, but ultimately, I mean, cheating is about the worst thing you can do in gaming. Um, I think it is the maximum deviant thing you can do in gaming like in life if you murder someone that is probably the highest thing you can do you took another life in quote-unquote gaming cheating it doesn't get any worse than that so i do see the penalty being fair in the sense that yeah you don't want someone who's going to promote that to impressionable kids you know like his fan base is now going to grow up thinking this is funny or this is okay and, and that's not okay. You're influencing a huge, huge impressionable fan base to now think this is okay. Um, and now they're standing up for him for it, which is, again, a problem. So I see why they did it. I think they could have given like a year, two years of not making content on their game. Um, and then one day maybe he returned. Uh, and even then, you know, the game's popularity may not be the highest or whatever. So, um, I mean, the... I mean, but this... I do, I, I see it. I also see it as fine. Like... Hey, so you've you, had you've you, had people in communities get banned before. Tyler and League got banned. Tyler one, yep. which is now one of the most popular people ever in the League community. Tyler one, yep. but 
Like for me, I I do kind of agree in the fact of I get what you're saying. Like if you kill somebody in real life, like that's the highest degree. That is the highest gaming, degree penalty. And the gaming, the highest degree, worst thing you can do is cheat. Right. Uh, but can at the same think time, of, think I, think, like I think I think what's where this is where this is weird though for me is that this game has now created effects in real life. So it's not just a video game anymore. It's actually someone's job. It's real life, right? And uh, if if I'm creating content for somebody and they just ban me from playing their game completely, they've cut off my income. Yeah, and... but, like, whose fault is that, right? And then also, he's the one in the... Billion, you know, the millions of content creators. He's the one that was silly enough to take that, you know, play that roulette game and then get caught for it. I mean, he wasn't uh, on his normal account, right? I mean, he wasn't, it was never shown that he was cheated I mean, on his was, normal account. It was account. clear also, like, if you just watch the footage, it was clear he knew. He kept, like, saying, oh, I'm going to get banned. Oh, this is going to get me banned. You know what I mean? Really enticing and trying to milk out the, the views. He thought maybe that account was going to get banned or something like that, but little did he know. Uh, you know how Epic rules. If they take you out, they're, all your accounts are going down, and yeah, they weren't having it. Yeah, I. I, no, I we're, we're talking. We're talking about Epic, who was suing the people that were creating hacks, literally trying to shut down and give jail time. And, and they also did file. Uh, they also filed suit or um, letters uh, early on to uh, hackers that were. Remember yes. that we're uh, leaking information to leakers. That, that's what I'm saying. Cease, so, cease and desist letters. That's what it was. And, yep. and they still do. They still have a certain level of, uh, you know, policy, you know, what they accept for these guys to leak and whatnot. Yeah. They will straight up tell people like, hey, you know what? That right there? No. Take that off. We will copyright claim that and, and get you shut down. So, we're you know, Epic, Epic goes to the extreme here. They, they have shown to go to some extreme levels. Um, so I, I don't see why someone wouldn't put it past them to do something like this. So you're, you're good. You're good with the Jarvis ban. Feel like I, I, I am good with the Jarvis ban. They made because, the right chance. They made the right choice. I mean, I, I do think, you know, I, I feel bad for him. I would hate to be stuck in that position where it's like, damn, I did something dumb. Yeah. Right. And, and no, you did something dumb and there's no way to repent for it. That's unfortunate. Um, in this case right here, I think, I think Epic will hear him out eventually. I really do think so. I think they're good people and well, they'll, they're giving them a good scare right here. One thing I hope they hear out eventually as well is the community screaming for patch notes, bro. Like what, what happened? We got to chapter two and no more patch notes. What? Like what's going on? You, I mean, even not even for, I mean, I know for you, it's definitely helpful. It's content that you're used to doing, but for me as a fan, just wanting to know what's going on in the game, especially when I don't get to play less now than I ever have. Like, this is frustrating. No, I definitely agree. I, I really wish patch notes would make a return. And maybe not the day of. I see why they don't want it the day of. They want to have, give people the, the vanilla experience. Go in, try it out. Um, and if you don't notice anything, cool. If you notice something cool or, or different or good, good. Um, but it's just the, the community kind of made this happen because... There was never a positive behind the patch notes that people always immediately turn to salt before even launching it. And, you know, given that, that negative judgment and that negative cloud of air around it. I mean, ever since we haven't had complaints about patches, 
right? And I'm sure there's been things in there that people be like, what? You reduced the reload time on the FAMAS? This is trash. What? The shotgun has less range now? Oh, I feel it. Like, you don't even know anymore. And it doesn't, out of sight, out of mind. And and people just don't even realize. And it's created a better atmosphere around the Fortnite world. But I think it should come a little later. Definitely has, you know, come at a detriment to my my videos. So much harder to pinpoint the changes now and, and be timely with it. I got to do some homework when I'm when I'm now releasing these makeshift patch notes. Um, at least they're giving us the bug fixes, though. They are giving us the bug fixes. They're not giving us the uh, adjustments. Yeah, it's just interesting because it's something we and you know get so used to, and now it's gone. It took I know. it I away miss, I want the us. patch notes, man. I want the patch notes. Uh, speak of things that uh, that involves us as a community, the practice cord. Holler to those guys real quick. The practice cord. You know, putting on, uh, what was it yesterday? We had, uh, the FNCS finals, right? Yeah, yeah. We you had Bala over there shouting it out, um, along with, so, yeah. uh, just, just a little fun fact, uh, too loud. If you didn't, if you didn't know, I actually run the practice productions with Nikolai, Connor, and Zate. So between us four, we're the guys behind putting together the shows for the community involving ball and shio to do the casting for us so all that production all that hard work and stuff that's uh that's all been community kind of knitted and crafted so uh yeah man it's it's a it's a whole lot of workload we took on but i feel like it's something that the community needs and uh, i think it'll open up opportunity for us in the future too just in the sense that we're learning how to run some pretty sick shows like if you watched what we did yesterday yeah dude that was like i was watching it it was it was as good as it could probably get for a remote production and we have a formula now that we can replicate to any game so long as we have uh, some tools and remember we're doing this with what we have from epic which is limited tools and, and limited right. um you know server access and stuff like that but we are putting on some great shows yeah, it looked really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I I love when I see the community come up and do things like this, right? Um, and of course, seeing Shio and Bala and you guys, everybody involved, Nico, like everybody just kicking butt. It's, it's a lot of fun to see what you guys, all the hard work you guys have put in to kind of come to fruition and uh, and see it yesterday. So make sure you guys are checking that out, the practice cord. Um, well, go it, subscribe to it. At, at practice server on Twitter. And then from there, you'll, you'll be able to see our other avenues to, to get to some of the shows. But what we've been trying to do is, you know how those practice cups happen on the weekends? Not all of them are casted. There's a lot of tournaments that are uncasted or not, you know, cast at a high caliber. We've just kind of been taking that on and, and presenting it in a, in a high quality fashion with some of the best voices that we could find. Um, so that, that's pretty much what the practice server has done. Besides the practice server being like one of the hubs for competitive, uh, you know, gaming and practice. All right. Yeah. So guys, check it out. Practice server on Twitter. Check it out. It's awesome. Uh, the last thing that I want to talk about today was Courage moved to YouTube. We've talked about this. We've talked about the influencers, and we, me and you are both heavily inter- interested in the, you know, the, the industry itself of gaming and of streaming and content creating, not just the art of it, but also the industry side of it. Man, I I was I, I actually was not caught off guard that he was moving, but I was caught off guard that he decided to move to YouTube. Um, I do know he he has a a long going relationship with some of the you know upper management people at YouTube, 
been longtime friends there with with some of those guys that you know obviously brand from the optic days as well and his history in Call of Duty. But to go to YouTube, I was just really caught off guard. I mean, from you, I've heard from you before, kind of the struggles that you can have on YouTube. But what did you think, man, when you heard Courage was moving on to YouTube? So I honestly, if there's a platform to move to, I think YouTube would be the best one, especially if you're going to get a huge signing bonus deal that's going to set you up for the rest of your life. Um, Because if there's any platform that's a juggernaut that's larger than Twitch. It is actually YouTube. YouTube is the biggest platform in the world. And if you can get all the views there and pioneer that space, you're, you're going to be like, you are going to be at the forefront of whatever the future is. Um, and so, so for that reason, I think Courage did a great job. Also, just while we're on the topic of people changing, Shroud to Mixer, that was crazy. I, I, yeah. Who, who knows how much money Mixer's dishing out, but they're buying streamers. Um, there's talk of more of those guys, you know, potentially they actually going to tried mix- this on a smaller scale years ago when they first came on. They they got mm-hmm. some of the mid-range people to move, but it was obviously evident that you can't get the small mid-tier people because they don't pull they don't pull Enough. the audience. Yep. But what's happening is the bigger people, they, they have the will, they have the ability to pull the audience. Yeah, they, they influence the masses. Yeah. And they, yeah. they make more content creators want to jump on and, and build something. Now, now, with Shroud on Mixer and Ninja on Mixer, you best believe there's probably been a small influx, at least a small influx of streamers creating new accounts or thinking about it or putting streams out there now and, and are thinking about making that switch. So... I think, I think, dude, getting Shroud is crazy. But I'm sure, like, Twitch is going to end up buying up the dock. Like, you know, so now, now they're cracking open this whole new can of worms where the top tier guys, you got to take care of them now. Yeah, you're going to have to for sure. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, like you say, with somebody like Doc, right? Um, and then you start talking about even mid-tier. You're going to want to have mid-tier people on your platform. Hey, come pay me, baby. So, I mean, I, li- I, li- I, mean, I like where it's going, actually. I kind of, I, th- Shoot, I think it's kind I- of interesting. I'd love to get a salary to stream. What? Yeah, right? That would be nice. Only a couple hey. figures. Say yeah, what? let's go. Let's go. Look at my man, Monster D-Face. Yeah, I, I just, it's interesting to me to see people changing. I think YouTube's an interesting one as well because of how it does impact your, you know, the algorithms. I wonder they're changing that stuff i wonder how that's going to you know fare out for him um you know i know that was one of your biggest worries in the past so you know uh, do you think you think they've done some work over there on youtube to really entice some people to come over there i i don't think so i don't think it's there yet um i think now with courage there though probably gives them more of an incentive to have a veteran caster that can help them really shape out the platform and, and build some features that need to be done well, Monster, I have to ask you, what are you most looking forward to as we get out of here in the coming weeks of competitive Fortnite, where, where it's headed and what we're going into? Oh, man, we have the FNCS finals coming up uh, before this year's over. I think there's a couple, and this is from the community's uh, you know, banter, there's a couple right. extra million dollars that are still out there. So potentially we'll see like some kind of pop-up tournament. I'm hoping there'll be another big tournament, maybe a one-off. Um, I'm really hoping it's going to be winter Royale too. I think winter Royale last year was like a, a awesome statement and something that people still talk about to this day. So I'm really hoping that uh, we get, we get another big tournament after this FNCS finals, but I'm ready for a that, WSOE too. Let's go. Yeah, WSOE. You know, like, 
Another one. It's about uh, that uh, time other, of year again. Other than that, though, like Fortnite, Fortnite chapter two has been pretty cool. Um, I, I would like them to get back on that patch notes grind and and really start mixing things up. I think lately the game has been very vanilla. It's been stale, not a lot of changes. Um, and now I think we're starting to appreciate the old. Hey man, where's where's the changes every week or where's the the new item every every two weeks? Um, right. We're really starting to feel that. And I'm hoping that it, it we get back to a place where they're a lot more transparent with us again and we can get on that that flow. Yep. No, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. Send all your complaints and emails directly to monster at the Fortnite Podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Monster, I hope you get better, man. I know you're recovering from some sickness. Yes, I hope sir. you start to get feel better. Guys, follow Monster at MonsterDFace on Twitter. Myself, Too Loud TX, and you can follow us at the Fortnite Podcast. Monster, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. As always, guys, at MonsterDFace um, on all social medias, preferably YouTube. My content up there has been, you know, up- uploading. We've been on a very consistent upload schedule. I'm posting Call of Duty stuff up there. I'm really loving that game. So if you guys like Call of Duty and Fortnite, of course, mm-hmm. um, there's plenty of content for you guys. So just try and try new things. You know, I always like to follow the passions. And right now we're having a lot of fun with gaming. So check out the YouTube channel. Absolutely, guys. As always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. <laughs> <laughs>